Greetings, this is The Pub, Australia Magazine's podcast about all things books and publishing. I'm Dean Karpowitz. I'm Molly Crassel. And I'm Sarah Willis. Today on the show, video games. Ooh. And we're starting with Sarah, who has needs an intervention again. <laughs> A public intervention. <laughs> As an adult. <laughs> For her addiction to WoW, again. It's not that bad. They don't let children play it. As an adult, you would need an intervention. The, it's back, the vanilla is back, right? Is that the big thing? Yeah, classic. Yeah, classic. I went back to play it, and it's super hard. Oh, it's... It's so hard. You got to get good to play it? No, I, I started playing it, and I was like, oh, God, I do remember this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We want to revive this part of the podcast or this series in the podcast where we talk about story and video games. So we figured we'd start with just kind of some of the differences between or the uniqueness of storytelling in video games. And the first thing I I always think about is this idea that video games really focus on the interaction between the player and the story. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. part of the reason why everyone was so pissed off that uh, Mass Effect had the... The color-coded endings. The color-coded endings was because it all, after, you know, 150 hours of game, it all all boiled down to just three different paths. Well, that's like the selling point of story in video game is the interactivity, the ability to influence the story. Mm-hmm. And you, you're sold this bill of goods with these Bioware games that you're going to have this unique story that's made by all your actions yeah. and then mm-hmm. they got to the end they're like just kidding yeah 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 you can't tout player choice and then take it away yeah I, I mean and i can remember talking to people and part of the discussion would be like who are you who did you romance yeah right are you bad are yeah. you good did you did you become a paragon or <laughs> you know you know so I, is that a fair way to judge i don't know there are a lot of different aspects to now video games that do contribute to story. Well, and that's such a can of worms to open because it's like, what's the stronger storytelling experience? What Bioware touted as their route where you get Mm. an individual story experience, so you get a lot of different branches. Is Mm -hmm. it a weaker story or is it stronger because it's unique to you? Or a video game like Last of Us where it's like a big cohesive cinematic, this is the story, experience it one way but a strong way. Yeah. There has to be compromise. Like, you can't, even in, say, more traditional gaming, like D&D, you can't just have your player characters going out willy-nilly, messing around. It's not going to create a good story. So you have to do keep some semblance of a track, I think. But to say, yeah, you can control any direction this train goes and then say, just kidding, they all go back to the station, is not a good move. Yeah. So player choice, I think, can improve the narrative, especially if it gives you a variety of different endings. I think perhaps maybe the lack of endings is part of the misstep of Mass Effect 3, that there were just Mm. not enough differences in the end. It wasn't that they were, that they all railroaded into a couple few, and I could stop with the train metaphors at any time, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Choo-choo. Choo-choo. There are no brakes. (laughs) Um, but that it, there were so few choices that all of the vast variety of things that you did didn't end up making as much of a difference as you thought that they did. Yeah. Well, and even MMOs, 
going back to the World of Warcraft, especially classic, you pretty much ran from one. Oh, so much running. NPC, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one NPC to the next to get the next next chunk of story. Right. Here's your quest. Yeah. You turn auto text on and you yeah. hit accept, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like, "What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Bat wings. What are they for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny because everyone. All gamers kind of did that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm not, are you, you'd be with in a group and they'd be like, are you actually reading the quest? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I tried once to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to read all these quests, but yeah. some of them aren't real yeah. great. Yeah. They're, they're all pretty bad. Yeah. Carry these muffins to the cook and then come back and get muffins and carry them to the cook again. <laughs> I will say to Warcraft's credit, um... I remember, so you had Classic, Burning Crusade, Wrath of Lich King, and then Cataclysm. Cataclysm mm-hmm. is when they took the whole Classic world and they changed all the starting zones. Mm-hmm. They went some buck wild routes with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember just like, you're walking along and I'm ignoring most of the story for the most part. And I'm like, what is happening here? We're yeah. like poisoning people. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> when did they add the Kung Fu Pandas? That was, we don't talk about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's that what I a, stopped that playing. That would be a sad, common sad. theme. Yeah. That no one likes Mist of Pandaria. Well, the, that's the what it is, Mist of Pandaria. It was such like a, it was like this this veer. And that was the thing I was really talking about, playing classic now mm. and like popping back in and checking on retail. Like they're not even the same game anymore. Like yeah. the whole flavor of it, like yeah. WoW was so like your super traditional like knights in shining armor, dragons, yeah. ghosts, monsters, and then like you pop into retail and it's like I'm riding a giant bumblebee, yeah. and it's like what <laughs> happened? <laughs> the whole setting is just like in the trash. We're done. Yeah. I'm, do you think some of that reflects? Well, maybe it's just they've started to run out of. <laughs> well, it's been 15 and, years, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking fantasy, the genre itself is changing and becoming more kind of weird and yeah. less old guardy. Like you have to have elves and dragons. I've talked about this on the show before. Do you think the game is in some ways maybe reflecting a little <gasps> bit of that? Well, you have to evolve, right? Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, that's the other thing a lot of my friends have been talking about. It's like we got into classic, we're playing it, and we're like, but where does where does this road end? Because you're going to reach the point where you get to the end of classic content. I'm like, are they going to roll out Burning Crusade all over again? Yeah. I mean, what? Like, Whoa. where does it end? Yeah. I don't know where this goes. And, yeah. like, how long then can you just play classic content before you're like, this yeah. is the same. I can't. We're there's the no same, content. Yeah. Same grind. Right. It's very strange. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'm really interesting to see what Blizzard does. But it got you back. It did. Yeah. Well, this they're such they're so dang smart because it's like, <laughs> oh, you want to play classic? Well, you just got to re up your subscription. Uh, and you get all your and then it's like, oh, and... um, so you got the subscription? You want to pop into retail, take a look around, see mm-hmm. what? And I'm like, I come in, I'm like, I don't even recognize this game. What is this game? Yeah. And then the difficulty difference between classic now and like retail, retail. Like I stopped playing a long time ago. Yeah. I'm just like I'm walking around just like boom you're dead boom you're dead i'm like what is i it's so strange <laughs> oh man molly was talking about a, a video game uh the oh, literature right <laughs> oh we're gonna take a, tr- a swerve here yeah about doki doki literature club yes so i think considering the story aspects of video gaming is really interesting because then 
uh, you have an entire class of games, a genre called visual novels, right? Yeah. Which is basically you are quote unquote playing a game, but you're playing a story. Yeah, it's a point and click for the most part, and Doki Doki is another point and click uh, that wants you to believe that it is a visual novel. And spoiler alert. It's not. Yeah. The visual novel aspect is really interesting, too, because then you're starting to go into that whole territory of what makes it a game and yeah. not just a straight-up storytelling experience. Like, side rail, uh, did you guys play Detroit Become Human? No, no, it's no. It's a I've visual seen novel. It. Yeah. Is it? It is. Yeah. Like, it's I have not, not played it. But it is. There's oh. a little bit more walking around, but I was I was watching my roommates play it, and I was like, there's, like, no game part of it. Is there game. no combat? There are reflex button prompts. Oh, just quick time events. Yep, all quick time events events and player choice. It's really popular though. It did really well, didn't it? Visual novel. Interesting. The storytelling is a little heavy-handed and also doesn't make you feel good about yourself in any capacity. Well, that's okay sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's it's essentially a glammed-up visual novel. Interesting. I like that aspect of the the, all the Telltale games that I played. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And there's that new kind of batch of horror games that I've been watching Let's Plays on, which we should probably talk about that whole yeah. Sort yeah. Of situation, the, yeah. the whole Let's Play market on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. But um, what are those horror games now? It was um, Dead by Dawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a new one with a boat. I can't remember uh, the name Man of it. Man of Madon. Yep. What yeah. is it? Man of Madon. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, Dead by Daylight, I think. Dead by... No, Dead by no, Daylight Dead is by... the one you run around. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other one? They all have similar Until names. Dawn, Until Dawn. Dawn. Not yes. Dead by Dawn. I combined them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They had a little baby. A little zombie baby. A lot of That'd be a really good game, things. actually. <laughs> <laughs> but they are, uh, it's essentially, it's narrative. Um, you are the player character, and the player character is a preset character. It's a story in which you are deciding what happens based on what you as the player choose as your character's reactions the story changes. Yeah. yeah. Those are really excellent. Like, yeah. I love the whole setup for those games. I can't play them because I'm a big baby. <laughs> it's pretty scary. <laughs> Although, um, Until Dawn, a little better than Man of Madon. Yeah? Yeah. It wasn't uh, what we expected. So are you saying that the experience of it for those games is as much, like the big babies will watch. I'll just I'll be like that looks really interesting. Let me yeah. load up a let's play cuz yeah. I'm not playing that. Yeah. I need someone else to steer that shit. Yeah. That's really interesting because I think kids are getting raised now to be viewers of people playing video games. Like one of the things my right. son is constantly like, "Dad, you want to watch me play this game?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "No." <laughs> I'll <laughs> play it two, with you. There are two maybe. controllers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a cool way to get the story. No, that's just it. Especially, like, my biggest thing is I love some of the storylines for these horror games. I'm very mm-hmm. interested, but I will not play They're them. So spooky. I have to do it through the lens of Let's Plays. Mm-hmm. I need someone to force, because I can't be with the controller in the hand. The decision cannot be mine. I yeah. need someone else to make yeah. that decision. Well, and I would think, too, I'm wearing a Dark Souls mm-hmm. shirt right now. <laughs> I would think a lot of the Souls games would have a, a viewership of Let's Plays because people rage quit the game. And they're like, I, I still want to know. Well, then you get that schadenfreude of watching other people suffer, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. especially since, you know, then there's a whole other in-between aspect of, like, what Let's Player you watch? Are they basically, you know, are the comedians? Mm-hmm. Most of them are, mm-hmm. the successful ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that becomes a whole different thing. So that becomes, in some ways, part of the story experience yes Mm because now the things are intertwined there's games i have not played i watch only through let's plays there you can't be divided from the comedian you're watching yeah 
Yeah. It's a framed narration. Yeah. And there have been people who've been running Let's Plays and then had scandals because they hit their girlfriend or, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just like, or you now you're bringing real life into yeah. it. And yeah. it's it's interesting. You've broken the immersion. Yeah. yeah. And then there are sandbox games that break that fourth wall, too, right? Like Sandbox Eve. is so weird. Yeah. I was thinking about that on the way here. So a lot of the storytelling is very straightforward in games with a clear narrative arc, but what about sandbox games? Mm-hmm. What is the narrative right. of, say, like, Minecraft? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I don't think, as strong as a narrative of, say, something that has a preset story, but you can kind of build your own narrative, and it has a sort of very endearing quality because it is 100% personal because you're doing it yourself. Those are the games that the interaction mm-hmm. is front and center, right? I mean, Right, it's just mechanics yeah. and scene setting, but yeah. really no story. My example was Eve, mm-hmm. which has two components, right? It's uh, MMO, mm-hmm. and you can, there's combat. But when I played, I like mined asteroids while I graded papers and built <laughs> ships. <laughs> and people would say, well, you're just a Care Bear, you know, you, you're not good enough. To fight, but that I mean the, that whole game, mm-hmm. every ship that people are flying around, mm-hmm. virtually flying around in, is made by another player. And there are there were things like Hulkageddon, which would be like a ten day period where people with fighting ships would fly around and destroy the most expensive mining ships oh. and just screw with all the miners so that it would help the economy so that those miners would have to rebuy. Oh, okay. so strange. Yeah. So it really kind of, it was meta, yeah, in a yeah. really cool kind of way. But there's also, I mean, there's a story, there's somewhat of a skeleton of a story with Eve, mm-hmm. too. I mean, it's one of the games, you know, you want to talk about games with sort of staying power. It's one of the games that was able to maintain a subscription right. throughout its whole, right. It's there's still a subscription. Is and, there still a subscription for Eve? That's amazing. You, you can plex your way, I mean, you can make the money in-game yeah, by of. buying Plex mm-hmm. with ISK, which is the in, in-game version of the money or whatever. But think about it. It's Final Fantasy XIV. It's WoW. Yeah. And it's EVE. Those are the subscription games that, that are it? left, I think. Everything else think. went free to play. Well, now there's Fallout 76. Yeah, there's going to... Well, isn't that micro... Is that micro or is that monthly? Uh, it's now they're moving to a subscription model. Fallout 76 is a dumpster fire, man. Yeah. So I hadn't read up on this. Is the subscription only if you want a private server? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. 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 I was going to say that'd be to... crazy town if it was like to play. Yeah. yeah. But I, and I think that most... I think most of the games do have a subscription model, but they have a free... Right. Versions, you know, so like Elder Scrolls, I think you can play it for free, but then if you get the premium, you get all the, you know. Maybe I just don't like MMOs. Could They've be. really kind of disappeared <laughs> from the face of the planet. Because it is just straight subscription yeah. models for the most point. Yeah. Well, I feel like MMOs made so much more sense when I was younger and I had more time because I had more time than I had money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it made more sense to pay $15 a month and always have something to play because right. I couldn't afford a $60 brand new game. Yeah. Right. Now, it's like... I buy games yeah. all the time and yeah. say I'm totally gonna play you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have I bought Final or um, Fire Iron Emblem and it's still sitting there. I, I haven't played it yet. Three hundred hours of Jeez. Fire Emblem. Oh my I god! I love it. Yeah. 
there's okay, but so so that let's talk about that. There's there are games like that too, right? That have this really rich kind of lore to them, and in a bizarre turn of events, Fire Emblem Three Houses is absolutely packed with content for a sixty dollar game. In today's uh, just environment, is so unbelievable. It has three and a half separate paths. So it's, it's Fire Emblem Three Houses. You choose which of the three houses that you are allying yourself with, and based on which house you choose, the plot changes. Mm. The first half of the game has similar missions, but all the character reactions are different, and the endings are all vastly different. There's a part one where you are still in the like academy, and then part two is called the war phase. When you get to part two, everything changes dramatically. And so in order to get the full picture of what is going on entirely in the world you have to keep replaying it ah. and it's interesting so the world kind of materializes so. through story but yes. you have to have it becomes it's one dimensional then two dimensional then three dimensional when you've kind of played all the you need all three vantage points to understand what's happening yeah say you choose blue lions first which is my favorite you get a very personal character driven narrative about what's going on but you have questions about yourself as a player character and these things that just sort of seemingly never got answered in the first part mm -hmm. and the next time you play golden deer and then you're like oh, okay i understand a lot more about mm. the lore of the world gotcha so it has that aspect of storytelling but then the structure of the game is episodic it goes by chapter and in between all of the chapters you get like a two-minute narration about what is happening in the season, what goes on in the month. There is a fresco-style uh, painting of, like, mm. the world. So it's giving you, like, a primer of both what could be for the chapter to come, but also the events of the world sort of around you. Mm. So it's it's got layers. Yeah, yeah. If you hate story, don't play Fire Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you can also just skip all of that, too. Ah. Oh, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really interesting, and I, I will honestly never stop talking about it because I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But it, has, it can be as complex or as simple as you want it to be, except for inventorying. There is so much inventorying. Oh, God. But if there are, like, if you don't want to, you have the opportunity to basically customize what your units are doing. If you don't want to fine-tune that, they all have, like, set paths. You can just auto, oh, auto yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You're like, learn yeah. this, do what you want. They're smart, you know, that at, from years of people complaining about, you know, messy inventory and not wanting that aspect of the game, you can kind of turn that off, yes. right? You don't, And there are then there are those really anal, crazy, mm -hmm. I hope neither of you are inventory I, I like to keep my inventories clean, but I'm not one of those optimization people that is like, if you're not doing this with this unit, then you've just like wasted their potential. I think Aaron, who, who <laughs> used to be on the show a very long time ago, loved, he would log in to games and like sort, sort his inventory. inventory. Hmm. And that to me. I'm probably on the spectrum there, but I don't know if I'm that bad. I'll, I'll, I like you, a clean you, inventory. You, yeah. fr you frighten me if you're the, if you're the login clean inventory girl. I like to check my mail sometimes. No, <laughs> I clean my inventory before I log off so I don't have to do That's it when I That's the way you're in. supposed to do it. Yeah, exactly. So you can I, start writing. When I was really game. into Warcraft, I got that app on your phone where you could sell stuff on the auction house. <laughs> oh and I was God. just like, yes. <laughs> now, what about, what about games like Stardew Valley? I love Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. Valley. I want to talk about that. I want yeah. to talk about Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I saw the fossil mm -hmm. on your backpack. Like, oh, yes, it's got to come up. Like, how, so, like, really light touch story. Like, yeah, yeah. more just scene setting, lovable characters, yeah. 
not a big narrative plot. Because yeah. sometimes you just want to go in and you just want to hang out. And I don't want it to be the fate of the world. I yeah. just want to mm-hmm. pick some flowers. It's a lot right. of atmosphere. Right. I yeah. think that can be just as powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and it was insanely popular. Yeah, it was. still is. It still oh, is. It's yeah. so addictive. And really, that's what made me think of it. I think of it as inventory sorting in some ways. <laughs> You're kind of I logging do, in and farming, like, right? I keep Not thinking about quite. the better way to optimize my farm. <laughs> there, there are people that have, like, the graph paper that are like, I'm going to plan out this for my farm. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'll plant some strawberries this month. <laughs> well, that's like, you you, feel, you play it for the first time, and you're just figuring it out, and everything's helter-skelter, mm-hmm. and then you go back in, and that's when the sketch paper comes out. And you're like, uh-huh. I think... Like I really could. That is how I will make my money. <laughs> Honey, oh. I'm going to the store. Get a pad of sketch paper. <laughs> it's I got a real vi- long night ahead of me. Mm-hmm. For my video game. The sprinkler <laughs> water's eight squares, so if I put it here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, and I think that's the thing with video games is the kind of experiences you're getting with all the different genres and all the different levels of storytelling. It's just, I don't know. I think people say, like, it's not a vehicle for storytelling. It's like, do those people no. exist anymore? Are they still out there? But it's yeah. still creating experiences. I think I remember, because the new Animal Crossing game got delayed and delayed and delayed. And now it's coming in March, maybe. So exciting. Yes. And they've been interviewing um, the creators. And I think they said for the last game that came out, um, the one for the 3DS, that they have, like, a 400-page novel worth of dialogue for characters wow. that nobody... You can't get all the dialogue, but it's just, like, every time you see a different person and you see a different thing, they may say something novel. Yeah. And that in itself is really interesting because you get... It's it's kind of like having friends without having friends. Right, <laughs> right. A little bit. You're You're creating a sense of community because every time you talk to these animal npcs they have something new to say to you yeah i feel like i got more attached to some of the dogs in my town than i did in some of the protagonists of the big cinematic Uh, games i don't know it's a different experience and i guess i didn't really think about that how much writing goes into a game where you think well there's no story in this game how much writing could there possibly be well and this is more popular in the east but it makes me in some ways think of the the dating sims you know i think of those people as really lonely maybe Mm-hmm. But they're not. No, you know they're getting together with a group of friends and saying they're not any more lonely than someone who reads right, a book. Right, mm-hmm. right. You're looking for the same experience. Yeah, it's just a different vehicle. Yeah, where you as the player are also the main character, as opposed to which I feel like characters. for a lot of yeah. a lot of books you still you really get on the shoulders of that main character and you want to you relate to them and you want to root for them and or hate them. Mm-hmm. True, which is also <laughs> sometimes fun, mm-hmm. which I think is the same for some video games. Yep. I would agree with that too. Other, uh, I know there's lots of horror games where I'm like, I can't wait for that person to die. Yeah, they're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I do think store. I mean, don't you think the the games with the best writing are the ones that most people gravitate to? Think about Borderlands. I mean, the dialogue and the sort of things. Right, that it doesn't have game. to be serious to be excellent writing. Yeah, because no. you hit that mood and yeah. just knock it out of the park. Yeah. Slight, slight diversion, too. I think a lot of um, what sort of maybe transcends some of that, too, is voice acting. If you've got solid voice acting in addition to solid writing, holy oh, goodness, yeah. you get sucked Brings in. Brings it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Which is why Fire Emblem Three Houses is so great. <laughs> yeah. well, no, the, the voice acting is insane. Yeah. Like, there were just so many lines where I, if you read it, it could mean one thing. Listening to the characters, you're like, means whoa. another, yeah. Okay. 
Sarah and I interviewed mm-hmm. a voice actor for uh, yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe how much work she did. Yeah, it blew my mind. And I'll tell you, afterwards, I listened to Toni Morrison reading "Beloved." Mm-hmm. Toni Morrison, right. Nobel Prize. You know, yeah. it, the experience didn't compare to uh, a trained actress. Yeah, Emily yeah. Wu Zeller's, you know, reading of the po- it was the Poppy War, and now I'm listening to the Dragon Republic, the next novel. Mm-hmm. There's no comparison between the two. And wasn't there just some big thing about the voice actor for Claptrap not coming back or something? Oh, yeah, no. he's working at Rooster Teeth now. Yeah. <gasps> they wouldn't That's pay him. Sniped by, oh, my gosh. And so, and, and there's been buzz I mean, about that. enough. The, they wouldn't pay him right. enough. Right? <laughs> that people Ooh, yeah. are aggravated, yeah. you know, about that. Well, so, some people are aggravated at him. Some people are character. aggravated at, you know, yeah. producers for not ponying up the money. Oh, we'll just replace you if someone does an impression of you for cheaper. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's head of games for Rooster Teeth now. Wow. They're making games now. It's very strange. It's very strange. All of these things are interconnected. Yeah, and Telltale disappeared. You Telltale know, caught on fire yeah, and Telltale. fell to the earth. Yeah, are they done? 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 They're gone. They... Really? Yeah. I missed that. There I was think a they're gone. Right? Of uh, yeah, they there was there's an article in Game Informer about it. They just they crashed and burned. Their business practices were largely unsustainable. And they were cutting a lot of corners, and so hmm. it just kept getting smaller, and the pressure kept getting put on, and eventually they just couldn't put out the content. And they, I think, the final episodes of The Walking Dead had to get picked up by another company entirely. I do vaguely remember yeah. that now. Yeah, that's a bummer. Those were good games. Yeah. Yes. I played the Fable, the Fable one too, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think they had a Game of Thrones that I might have sitting they on did. Steam still, mm-hmm. and I didn't yeah. play it. Yeah. They also did Batman, right? Yeah, yes. they did Batman. Yep. The problem largely i think was that everybody wanted their game to be as successful as the walking dead and mm-hmm. they just weren't yeah they were some they of were them good. were more popular than others and they were good but not everything was the walking dead and so they just they couldn't re-replicate that uh nor should they have but it just didn't go well that boggles my mind about the video game industry that many of the business plans are unsustainable like if you mm-hmm. only earn seven million dollars your game is considered a failure and so much is riding on your like metacritic score right the the real choices then become can we afford the best voice actors and still be a company did you know stardew valley is made by one man yeah i mean and then there are success stories right well i think that's the rise of indie games right yeah Mm -hmm. It's yeah, just, I mean, probably people in the industry who are just tired of the rat race and ju- jumping from job to job because... Right, because the AAA scene is so toxic and competitive that they are cutting corners, creating content that is often less good, uh, trying to make up for the profit loss by charging microtransactions and yeah. subscription fees. Uh, yeah. And so you have the rise of successful indie games who are people who may have come from these larger companies said, I just can't do that anymore and create something magical as a result of it. I want to do a whole show on microtransactions and how it impacts <laughs> how it impacts story because I think it makes the experience vastly different. Oh yeah. Even though everyone's very worried about pay to win. And so it's all cosmetic and yet your experience with the game if you go to the store mm-hmm. is well, you're 100% already breaking different. some of the immersion. Yeah. I feel like I don't even come across them anymore because of the type of games I play because I just don't mm-hmm. have the time because it's mostly AAA stuff. It is, it is, and 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 a lot of MMO stuff. And you, you know, even in the MMOs, yeah. it's sort of like you you can see, oh, that person's a founder, 
you know, by what they're wearing and the way right. their avatar looks and stuff. I think you can pay to fast track yourself to the end in Warcraft. I think. That's Why crazy. Why would you do that? People just want to play end game content. They don't want to put the time in in the front end, which I feel like is the fun part. Yeah. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll say that when MMOs got bad is when you were at the end game and it was raiding and it was like you had to be at a certain place at a certain time. That's and when I quit. Were, I was like, I, yeah. I, I didn't sign up for a job. I'm yeah. not doing this. <laughs> you got mad at the cleric yeah. because they didn't heal right and mm-hmm. wipe the raid. And, you know. <laughs> so on one end, microtransactions. On the other end, grinding. Yeah. You got to find the happy <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a very uplifting note. <laughs> to end, to hey, you end know what doesn't up. have uh, microtransactions? Fire Emblem Three Houses. They'll uh, probably get DLC eventually. Or... It does have DLC. <laughs> Is DLC microtransaction? Uh that's another show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know what else has no microtransactions? Is it us? The pub. Yeah. <laughs> the pub is produced at the University of Wisconsin Parkside from the studio at WIPZ one hundred one point five FM. You can tune in Sundays at 2 to catch new episodes. You can also find the pub on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Or you can head over to our website at straylightmag.com for fiction, poetry, art, and, of course, podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for regular updates on new content. Until next time, thanks for listening to The Pub, Straylight Magazine's podcast about all things books and publishing. Thank you.